0: never my life forever <laughs> I'm like oh okay maybe I need to up my self-care game or something like <laughs> because you know like you don't think about I speak for myself like I didn't think about you know everybody says self-care self-love blah 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 it, like you hear it but to actually practice is a whole different ball game so you know going back to uh Melissa you said you know cooking and cleaning and being mom, being wife, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I can relate to that. Um, yeah. So it's very, it's very um, insightful hearing this stuff because, you know, you don't realize that you get stuck in a rut sometimes. you just, you get in the habit of just doing and not, you're, now you're robotic. Everything is mm-hmm. just like routine, wake up, mm-hmm. do this, do this, do this, go to bed then mm-hmm. you're right back up at it the next day mm-hmm. and you've got to take care of yourself in between time you know mm-hmm. so that's very um insightful that you know in my head I'm thinking oh yeah I'm about to go get my hair done the weekend I'm about to you know get my nails done to get a massage And like okay but maybe self-care isn't about spending the money It's bigger mm-hmm. than that mm-hmm. and I think that's where people lose it. I think people I think people attribute self-care to spending dollars mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so when you think like that i think that's probably why people don't practice it as much because they attribute they associate that with a dollar yep. um so i mean i don't know what what you all's take on that I, I mean you know
1: i think you just said something super powerful because before dollars can in, get involved in hey let's face it there may be ladies who feel that that is self-care to them. And so I'm like, okay, without judgment, um, how about we first express gratitude to ourselves, our mind, body, and soul, because there's always something to be grateful for. And then when those ruts hit us, we have to like embrace our fabulous and phenomenal flaws. And we gotta give ourselves some grace because we're so busy giving everybody else grace. What about ourselves? (laughs) And I'm like, there is power in that. And I think when it gets so busy and so noisy, Mm -hmm. I have to remember to to trust my voice. And if I can't hear it, I I have to get still. Mm -hmm. And when you hear it, you have to trust it. You have to lean into it and you have to listen. And I think there are times that, depending on the time or the day or our mood, we know our voice, but we don't listen to it. Mm -hmm. And so it begins as a whisper, and then it might tap you on the shoulder. Next time, it might be a flat tire to get your attention. Like You never know what it is, (laughs) but listen to that voice and trust it. So um, sometimes money is involved, but most of the time, it it really isn't um, because What if I don't have money? Does that mean self-care stops? Does that mean I have no more Mm self-love? So it has to be super intentional and um, very, very individualistic. And I I will say that Courtney has taught me several things. But one thing she has taught me is through the journey of self-care, you have got to release. Let me back up. Courtney knows I've been a people pleaser. And I will just, whatever people need, oh, let me go get it. But sometimes people are just takers and not necessarily givers or give and take. So I've had to learn to release with success. You have to learn to release the leeches and those hanging on who are toxic. And that means people,
2: places, I'm (laughs) sorry,
1: people, places and things and trauma. You got to release that, release it. She has taught me that. And she has taught me that you have to seek that and secure your own tribe. And Ooh. all that may be three women. That may be three men. I, who knows? It may be seven. But mm. I have learned that a dime of friends, the size of a dime, is so much more effective and has influence over, you know, the size of a quarter of friends. Ooh. Because that tribe that has been vetted, that I sought out, those are my people. And right. so when I am depleted or I am encouraged or they need encourage, they it's a it's a give and take. So mm-hmm. that's another piece of self-care to me and self-love. Yeah. But I'm gonna be quiet.
2: So you, did, <laughs> you telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help you the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so I think know- um Courtney, listen, listen, I'm loving y'all. I, y'all y'all speaking my language, because um, I think it's so easy for us to feel like we're being selfish people. One of the things that I appreciate the both of you um, sharing, even when you were telling us about yourselves in the beginning, both of you are moms. So I think those of us that are a mother, up uh, that we are, those of us that are a mother's we are so busy trying to you know, make sure our kids are okay or this is done or that's done. Sometimes we lose sight of ourselves. And because we lose sight of ourselves, the moment that we give in to um, two minutes to ourselves, we feel selfish or guilty about it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so maybe a lot of times that may prevent us from taking that 10, 15, or 30-minute time away from our kids or our husband or those things that obligate us to give our time to those things other than us it's it's something that we have to remember it's not selfish to take care of yourself but I'm so convinced that you know by having this conversation we can learn from each other and we can you know hear from each other that hey it's okay because honestly speaking if we don't take care of ourselves then who's taking care of us Who's going to take care of us? Mm -hmm. And then the things that we're taking care of, who's going to take care of it now if we are, you know, leaving ourselves by the wayside. So Mm -hmm. can you share with us, Courtney and or Melissa, um, you know, the things that you have found to work for you that, you know, has really, really been steadfast in your life that helps you create that balance? Because I think it's about balance as well.
3: Um, You know, recently I... uh... Something came to me. There was like an epiphany. I had a moment. And during this moment, I thought about, I thought about, I was thinking about Black women and Mm -hmm. heart disease. And I said, I think we have, you know, we we definitely have a problem with Black women and health. Mm -hmm. Right? This occurred to me. And then I had an epiphany and a moment. And I said, but we have warning signs, okay, right? Okay. But then I said, "These warning signs, we um, what's happening? Are we ignoring them?" Mm. I don't think so. I I can only speak for myself because I know I've definitely had moments when I have felt overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've reached a point. And I know, you know how in you your gut when you know something is off and you like, this is too much. I'm doing too much. Because typically I'm a super damn woman, right? <laughs> I can do everything. I can cook, I can clean, I can pay all the bills. I can get a house, I can get a car. I can reach the top of my professional expectation expectations. I can do all of these wonderful things. But there comes a time, I believe, that we all feel like, let me take a minute, let me take a beat. And during those moments, I can only speak for myself, they have been, when I felt like I was overwhelmed, I was expecting a child, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: when I, you know, during those moments, I am, um, when I was very hormonal. Okay. And I have felt like I needed some support and some help. And I've reached out to doctors to seek medical support and advice. And I've been told on more than one occasion that it will be okay. Mm. And I don't think it just happens to me. Right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think this happens more often than not. Mm-hmm. When black women find themselves overwhelmed mm-hmm. and overextended and we say, we need support, we need help and we are shut down. Right. My right. advice is when that happens, you find somebody else and you continue to say, I need to take a moment for myself. Don't ignore the signs mm-hmm. because there are signs. You know, it's heartbreaking when I find out that a young woman had a heart attack mm-hmm. and she was, you know, you, you, if you look at social media or Facebook or mm-hmm. you hear all these stories about these mothers and beautiful, successful black women doing so many great things in the community, And then they have a heart attack and you say, what happened? happened? How did that happen? My advice is listen to your gut. And like Melissa said, get a support system of of, um, friends and family that will say to you, we hear you. We support you. You do need some help. You need a moment to yourself, uh, maybe a few months to yourself. And we're going to help you get that so that you can get healthy and continue to do the good work and the, the important work.
2: Good. Good. I think you're right. Um, and and I think sometimes if we are missing those signs, because I think you're right. What what it ends up being, we have signs trailing in that direction. And sometimes I think we may excuse it because we're taking care of other people or we're super busy, or you know, we'll take care of it later kind of attitude we overlook ourselves. So I think you're right. We have to pay attention to ourselves because sooner or later, if we can just like with anything, if we continue to ignore, you know, something else is going to mm-hmm. something else is going to hit you. So um that's good.
0: Cool. I think that um just going back to the tribe, um uh, you know, we always say um, you know, as women as mothers, um, even as wives, like, you know, sometimes you need that group of people in your corner that you, that you can talk to, um, no judgment zone and just be straight, real, transparent.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that's, that's something else, um, that stuck with me about self-care too, because that's part of it. You know, if I could say, Hey, Courtney, look, I'm having a rough day. Mm-hmm. Um, these kids getting my day on nerves, you know, And, you know, something Courtney may have been through um, or Melissa has been through that you'd be like, hey, girl, you know what, don't even worry about it. I'm coming over. Obviously, if we're in the same area, I'm coming over, you know, or what have you. Because I think that's very important um, in having, that's how I operate anyways, just having friends that are close, um, not even in distance, but just um, as a person, because, you know, if you're telling me you're having a time and you're feeling overwhelmed, I don't care how far you are. I'm hopping on somebody's plane, train, whatever I have to do to, to get you up out of that. Because once you start going, it's, it's like a, a downfall and you can't even catch yourself. And before you know it, now you're suffering from depression and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's very important that you have that set of friends. And if you don't, um, maybe reevaluate, you know, who's in your corner. Um again something else uh, this, this is just going through my head, you know, who is really there for you? Mm-hmm. Um and if they're not really there for you, what do you need to do about it? Um so I get I think that's a very important thing to to remember and realize going through life, you know, it's not just about who you can call a friend, it's who's actually showing up as a friend, as a sister, or whatever, you know, whether it's male, female, somebody that you could really rely on. Um because even as you get older, I think that's kind of harder to find. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of like, let's tap into those people who's, again, who's really there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you could determine that, if you could, you know, get that, if you could dwindle down that group of people, then you probably find out that, yeah, like, it's it's better like that anyways.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't need and a whole, goes a back whole to what church. Melissa mentioned earlier, she said you have to get rid of the leeches.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: and and I don't know if that, if you could have said it any better, because you're right. I've learned throughout my journey of life while I'm trying to learn how to take care of me, because I was a mom very early, and so for the better part of my adulthood, I took care of kids, and so, but along the way of me taking care of children, you know, I was also finding myself in a position where, you know, I had to begin and learn how to say no to people, and to, um, people that didn't necessarily have any contribution or at least positive contribution in my space. So as I got older, I learned that, but very early. And I think that's because of the space that I was in. I was a mom so early, but as I got older, Hey, I always say when you, when you can get to another level it's not for you to ignore it. That's for you to build on. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to learn and identify. So I think part of that is identification. And then also, once you identify it, make a decision as to how it's going to fit in your more positive space for you, because if you surround yourself or if you get in the habit of allowing people to take from you, and I don't mean like tangible stuff, I mean like every chance they get, they are really (laughs) stuck in everything from the inside out. And that is, to me, more harmful than, you know, just a stranger doing something to you or, or, you know, it's just, it's just not a good space to be in. So, um, so that reminded me of what, um, Melissa mentioned when she said, Hey, you got these leeches. And so you got to identify and it's okay to say, no, why why don't we say no more often to stuff that doesn't have any great contribution to our space?
1: Too busy trying to be strong, too Mm -hmm. busy saying, Oh no, I don't need any help. I'm good knowing you are weeping inside. And I am like, I remember saying to Courtney and some other friends, like, I'm tired of being a strong friend. Like, yes. I am not yes. strong, y'all. And they're like, yes, you are. I'm, no, I'm not. Like, Don't be fooled by I his am, face, honey. Don't be fooled. Oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> say it again. And And there is so much freedom when you finally acknowledge that, hey, mm-hmm. I am not strong. I can be strong. But can we like let go of the that's that image of every black woman is a strong black woman and she right. got your backside, front, the bottom of your feet to the head of your, the top of your head and it's like who's supporting that strong woman? Right. Who's standing up for her? Who's standing in the gap? Who is bringing her her favorite fruit snacks or her favorite <laughs> chocolate? How are they pouring into this strong woman? Yeah. When does this strong woman take time to be just quiet right. or is she always on you know
2: right so right. that's that's just exhausting it right is. And, and and we have to get out of the habit and I believe um you mentioned it earlier as well we got to get out of the habit of people pleasing and I'm mm-hmm. telling you uh, and I learned that too in the journey of my own self-care and it's not and no is really a complete answer I don't owe you anything <laughs> more past N-O. That is that is that that is a complete statement. <laughs> so,
3: I'm so, taking that one. I am taking that. <laughs> I love that.
2: Oh. And it's no hard feelings. I don't love you any less. But sometimes we we do have to self-preserve because if we don't, we end up in these dangerous spots in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, there is no greater care that, that you can give to someone that exceeds the care that you can get for yourself. And so, but it, because in order for us to put out, we have to have something in there so that if we choose to allow people in our space and we and we want to uh, avail ourselves to them, we have to have something there. And if we are giving ourselves to these empty positions and empty uh, places in our lives and empty conversations and a whole bunch of emptiness, we're going to end up very voided. And then that's not okay, one, not okay, and then it's not fair to us. Because all in all, while we're taking care of other people, who's taking care of us? You have to, you said it Tish, you have to be intentional. Courtney said it as well, Renee
1: too. Intentional about what you're consuming. It's like that Erykah Badu song about wrap your head with that material. Like <laughs> she's not just talking about fabric, ladies. Right. She is talking about what you are reading, what you are watching, who you are speaking to, what you are eating. What are you drinking? Are you hydrated? Are you taking your <laughs> supplements? Like, do you do your yearly annual checks mm-hmm. with the doctor? Like, yeah, that's she's saying, be careful with what you consume it. And, and let's remove the be careful, just be intentional about because mm-hmm. being, you know, you don't have to uh, come to self-care being fearful, like be careful. Or, no, no, no. Just be intentional about it. And make sure it speaks your
3: language mm-hmm. um, and right. just to piggy- piggyback off Melissa recently I've been saying confidently setting boundaries so mm-hmm. you set those boundaries but you do so with confidence you don't just say okay I'm not going to tolerate anyone coming to visit my home after eight o'clock because my house shuts down mm-hmm. but you do so with confidence and it doesn't necessarily have to be with an attitude or arrogance. But you just know within yourself, this is yes. a boundary. And this is something that I'm not letting up. But I also, because I'm always going to go spiritual and a little biblical. So I think about the scripture where um, God mentions that he sets us on a high place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a scripture that refers to God saying he will protect you from your enemies. Right. And not just the physical en- enemies, but also the emotional right. and the mental Come on, enemies. Come on. So when God talks about setting us on a high place, I think he's talking about perhaps perhaps what we just talked about, setting those boundaries and putting ourselves in a position that we are aware and we are intentional about who we allow to come into our space.
0: So y'all are on something tonight because I'm just like <laughs> where I been, like where y'all been, like right? you know. And it's, and it's not that like my life is oh so bad, not like that. But it's just stuff that you really in your head don't think about. Just like the boundaries, like boundaries are so important. We talk about boundaries in other uh, facets of our lives, but even like with self self care, you have to have a boundary because to your point, Courtney, you're saying like nobody's allowed at my house after eight. Nobody should be allowed in your space after a certain point. Um, you know, granted you have other stuff to do, but that's your time for yourself. So if you block that time out for yourself, that gives you the fuel to come back from whatever that you that's been taken out of you all day. And wow. so that was really something profound that you said because I'm like, you know, yeah, like boundaries, even like to people texting. You know, sometimes your girlfriend's texting you and you're like, doo, 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 doo. you're like like you know like not that it's a bad thing but if you're trying to get yourself in a in a space Mm -hmm. to wind down because before you know what's gonna be the next day anyways you're trying to wind down it's all about the boundaries you know just setting them early so that you know it won't be like you trying to switch up on me or something like you know (laughs) it's just different things like that you know he's like and I'm like, I'm one of those people, those yes men people too, sometimes. It depends on what we're talking about. But I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, if you need me, I'm here. If you need me, I'm like, I'm that person. I am that go-to person. And I can say that confidently. If you need something, I'm there, hands down, no questions asked. Uh, but then you turn around and when it's not reciprocated, you're like, wait a minute. Like, why is it reciprocated? And it may not be so much about them. It may be much about you, like, don't put yourself in that predicament. You know, if if you start seeing, you know, what you're seeing, react to that, act to that. You know, don't don't just say, I'm gonna keep being myself. Like it's back to boundaries. If, and it's not eye for eye, but it's at the same time, you're like, if I'm giving more to this relationship or this friendship to you than you are, then we need to reevaluate some things because if if you're pulling more out of me than I'm getting, that I'm getting, that might be a little you know, a little issue with that.
2: <laughs> and it goes back to, in my opinion, it goes back to standards.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: um, what what standard have you created that allowed this relationship to form in such a manner? And then, so if we have allowed ourselves to create or um, put ourselves in a position where we have these loose boundaries with people, then at some point, they understood from us whether we speak it or otherwise that it's okay so at that so the moment that we understand that hey
1: that is good
2: (laughs) so the moment that we understand hey this is really not my greatest desire for myself Mm -hmm. hey i think another thing we need to allow for is to now we have to fix it Mm -hmm. and we can't be afraid to fix it so now that these behaviors are taking place we acknowledge, okay, it may have been okay for a minute, but now the moment that we understand this is no longer okay, because I am moving forward, I'm not going Mm -hmm. backward, and I want to try to, you know, recollect myself, hey, how do we begin to fix these things that we're no longer okay with, and Mm then secondly, um, let's not feel bad about saying something other than what we said before, especially if it's going to preserve us, and position where we can still, uh, you know, be better for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So um, so how do we begin to do that? Can we have um, some ideas as to once that stuff is done and we decide, hey, no, no more, we have to one, be okay with, hey, no, no more. And then secondly, we have to be okay for ourselves that we've decided, hey, I said no, no more. And, mm-hmm. it, and like Courtney said earlier, it doesn't have to be said maliciously, or it doesn't have to be, you know, in an ill fashion, but we can be confident about who we are. That confidence does not mean that we are these negative things that other people attach to us. We don't have to be that, nor do we have to deliver it in such a way. But I think our greatest obligation is to ourselves and being okay with the decisions that we make. Because if we're not, we end up feeling depleted. We end up feeling robbed. We end up feeling um, t- taken away from. And no, I don't know anybody likes to feel like that, especially take it for granted. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Women Living Intentionally. Please come back next week as we continue this much-needed
0: conversation on self-care. You can be notified of new episodes by subscribing to our YouTube page, which is Women of 4D, or um, on
2: all major podcast platforms, which is Women Lit, L-I-T. All right, thanks again for listening. And remember, the possibilities are endless.